Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And with us once again, we have our friend Forrest. Hello. Hey, man. So at this point, I kind of don't say hosted by David, Seth, and Forrest because it's easier for me to edit it together. Yeah. If I have a weird <laughs> space where Seth says hello first. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, you've become a pretty normal regular. Just keep bringing the content or we'll kick you off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, this week may not be my week anyway. <laughs> don't worry. It's not Seth's week either or mine. This so is, we'll kick, uh, we each, are, we'll, ki- we'll kick each other off. <laughs> we are, this week is totally content free. We, yeah. <laughs> we are in the throes of wedding stuff for me. There was not going to be an episode today, but then some news dropped where I'm like, man, we need to talk about this or else we'll be a week late and it will have kind of passed. It would have and, been too late. <laughs> yeah, it would have been too late. So I want to talk about today. And, you know, we... There's some other stuff that happened, too, because the Star Wars trailer dropped. Not that we're necessarily going to talk about that. Okay. uh, But we're going to talk about the fact that the trailer dropped. And then in good brand synergy, um, there was a lot of previews that happened. And people were able to talk about their hands-on time with um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And so I'm really excited about that. I've read a lot about it. And it... We'll talk about that later in the show. But I really wanted to give a small shout out to Seth, who is my best man in the wedding. And uh, he threw a super awesome bachelor party for me this past Saturday. So thanks to him and my dudes, we did an escape room and, you know, all the fun stuff in Orlando. So thanks, man. You're welcome. I, I did want to talk a minute. And Seth can contribute to this. I don't know if you've done an escape room for us. I have not. But it is really fun to be like, it feels like you're in a video game kind of, which is weird. That's that, what I've wanted that right, my Seth? entire life. Do you, it, it feels like you're in one of those puzzle video games that you can get on PC. And it's yeah. really good. Yep. So getting to do like little puzzles and... Live action point and click adventure. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially a live action uh, escape from Monkey Island or whatever that game is. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you got it. So it's it's good, and mini golf was fun, and yeah, it was solid. Nice. Lots of good times. Got to play Bejeweled on the Top Golf course. Essentially, what? their random number generator is off for whatever this game is. So we. Top Golf has, it's it's like a driving range, and they have this thing that projects jewels out, um, and you can see it on the TV, and it tells you your ball is a certain color, and you hit it out there, and where it lands, it either changes the color of the gem or it does the three in a row disappearing, and That's so it's very cool. video game esque. Yeah, but it also when it drops, it's. You either are getting like 300,000 points or you are getting five. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's such a disparity there. Yeah. (laughs) Seth got some unlucky drops on that. He. All of them were unlucky. (laughs) But I'm also bad at golf. Yeah, same here. 
but it, it was uh that was really neat that's it was another fun little game thing so <sighs> all right nice. we can stop talking about that but it was it was good none of the important stuff video games are influencing things in real life which is fun <laughs> life imitates art is what yeah. i say and video games are art yes so if you don't agree with that probably turn the episode off i don't know if <laughs> yeah we become an art i don't know that all cast. video games are art no of course not but like there are video some of games it's popcorn like, yes yeah and that's okay but like there are some games that are art like uh far cry <laughs> yeah oh. no one would call that art <laughs> Ooh. yeah <laughs> i did oh man it was a facebook memories brought up an old thread where we argued with someone that i don't even remember how i knew them about golden sun and it made me laugh golden sun <laughs> is one of the best games ever created oh, is it art? Man. <clears throat> that's funny it is art for sure have you played it no oh man that, that is like one of the gba games that i totally missed that's sad disappointingly i'm very sad for you it's so good i've been heavily considered considering trying to track down a copy it's but worth it get it on that weird 200 you can play it on system. you can play it on wii u Oh, yeah, the Wii U has it digitally. Uh, <coughs> my sister has a Wii U, I think. Really? Yeah. Yes, get that from her. Because we have she's her copy of Smash it. at my house. Yeah, she's not going to use it. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll take that. So, I am about to beat Guacamelee. I'm, like, right at the end. Dang it. I can feel it. I've unlocked everything in all the skill trees. I'm, like, the ultimate luchador. Heck, yeah. I am... What's taken me a decent amount of time and is frustrating is I have been doing the optional side platforming and some of that stuff is so difficult and requires like Celeste level focus. It's good. It's so good. This game improves on everything from the first one. I, I, yeah, it's so, man, it's so good. And all of the, so there's this part of it where I uh, I fell in love with because the game references other games in it and like billboards and stuff. And I've talked about that on the show. Like in one of the areas I was in, there was like Sands and Papyrus. Um, there was this one little area with uh, like a Lucha versus advertisement of Megatron versus Optimus Prime, but as Luchas. Um, I almost sent Seth a picture the other night of, um, what is it? What is the other one? Oh, it was Hollow Knight versus Shovel Knight. Like, it was, it was good. So they added this secret area to the game that I found with, they took reviews of Guacamelee 1 where people derided it for including memes and stuff and just filled it with more memes while putting their reviews as NPC text in the middle of it. That's beautiful. And it was really good. That's the kind of spite I, that's the spite level I hope to yeah. achieve. Yeah, and in it in, included the username. Like, it was obviously like oh, Steam reviews, man. and it was very funny. <laughs> They're like, game relies too much on memes, could be good, but it's actually bad because of that. And, like, platforming solid, but the humor is dated. And, like, I just like a game that's self-aware like that. 
and it was really funny to me. Nice. I, Are you sure those weren't reviews for Borderlands? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, Could have been. I'm not saying <laughs> yes, but if the shoe fits, you know you're going to wear it. Yep. So, yeah. You have to wear it. You're required to wear it if the shoe fits. Yeah. So this game's really good. It's taken up a lot of my time in between wedding stuff, and I'm really enjoying it. I have played Overwatch on Switch still, but, you know, that's it's not anything new that we haven't talked about. And, yeah, I went to play Destiny this week, and then Seth texted me, nah, man, play Apex with me. And so I did. And so it's not exactly what I said. You asked me to play Destiny, and I was like, "No," but I'm about to play Apex. <laughs> and then I did. I just, I just can't. It, there's too much going on in Destiny for me to get back into it. I think. I still, I think I can get it. I think I can get you back in. It's maybe one of these days, but yeah, you got to jump back in with friends. Seems like a, a lost cause at this point. We'll see. So. Yeah, I, I I don't have any further feelings about Destiny except for that game is too dark on HDR TVs. And I've looked it up. Other people have this issue. There's no fix for it. And I don't understand. I don't know. I don't. It's the only time that 4K has boned me. Like, I'm playing this game in 4K. It should be beautiful. Instead, it's just super dark. And I don't know. There's no real way to fix it. So it's hmm. frustrating. There's whole Reddit threads where people are mad about it. So, which is really infuriating because, you know, the new location is um, the freaking moon. So a lot of it's not bright anyways. Yeah. So it's hard. It's it's a little difficult for me to want to jump into that. But hey. I'm going to try. There's a couple of solutions some people have posed. So I'm going to try those. Seth's solution is to just play Apex instead. <laughs> yeah and i mean i have fun doing that so that's fine we almost won the other day nice so mm, yeah. i almost win i almost win a lot you guys yeah, playing on xbox yeah okay cool. yeah i mean you need to play i do so all right forest what have you been playing i know that the answer is nothing <laughs> nothing <but laughs> my my switch has not left its case and my xbox controller has not turned on nor my playstation controller that's fine, man. Sometimes you need a break. And you're doing school. I, I didn't want a break. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, I am forced. But no, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow though, I will preemptively say that I will play more Final Fantasy. And I think I kind of want to read. I, I, dude, I've really been wanting to just play DMC5 again. Like, just, really? the, yeah, like just play a few missions here and there just to, to feel that combat again. So, you know what? If, if I get home early enough tonight, I may pop that in. As long as you don't play the V missions, because those are trash. Uh, honestly, I still enjoyed them. No, I, I <laughs> could not wait for them to end. Oh, definitely my least preferred character to play as, for sure. Yeah. Like, Nero and Dante, I can I can work on my tech for them all day. But, like, I, I enjoyed the V missions. I just want to play, man. Seth, what did you play? If pass, anything. what? Pass, pass. <laughs> wow. So it's more apex. Move. Seth played more <laughs> apex. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I played any more Apex than normal. I just didn't really uh, put anything else in there. I did. I did. I did try try to play Borderlands again, but I was just like, nah, I'm not doing this. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's weird. I have other games that I want to play. Certainly, once Outer Worlds comes out, yeah, uh, that's in a couple days. I'll be I'll be able to, I'll be able to jump on that. I'm very excited. Thanks to Game Pass. Uh, Shout out to Game which strangely Pass. Strangely, was was not working today for me. <laughs> um, I couldn't play any of my Game Pass games, even if I wanted to play something different. I don't know why, but that was weird. But no, I haven't really haven't played much of anything. I I do want to say that it really a Outer Worlds release date snuck up on me, and B. I forgot it was a Game Pass game. I think I mentioned that last week, but yeah. still. I forgot it was a Game Pass game, so it's a nice treat. It's like, why, well, yes, I'll play this game. Yeah. Of course. Don't force me to. I'm just, I'll do it, I guess. Fine. <laughs> please, please. Especially but, since I want to play it, so. Uh, if if I can run back on myself real quick, uh, I do want to mention the sale that DMC5 and Resi 2 are having right now. Because it's like 50% off on Amazon. So if you haven't played Devil May Cry 5 or the Resident Evil 2 remake yet, please do yourself a favor and play two of the most beautiful games that have come out this year. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 is supposed to be like the way to do remakes. Yep. I so. I got it in yesterday. So if I have time this week for sure, I will install that and try and boot it up. All right, you have to to keep bringing that hot content. I know. We need it. it it's literally part of the job now, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So... Let's talk about some previews because we didn't talk a lot about, um, you know, we didn't get to talk a lot about what we played this week. So let's talk about the Star Wars previews. So IGN got to do some hands-on gameplay with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and there's some cool information that they got from it. I they They got to play like a couple hours of the game, and especially with... I'm really interested to see what happens with this game with the timeline and how much it actually affects what's going on. Because this is between 3 and 4, which you're going to have to wonder why they did not talk about... This is not between 3 and 4. This is between 6 and 7. Yep. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Are you sure? It's between no, 3 and 4. No, it's between 3 and 4. 3 and 4. It's, you're going to have to... Ask yourself why they don't talk about this in the movies at all, yeah. or in anything. Because so far, unless the main character dies at the end, I mean, I guess, Even but that's then you think so. Mentioned. That's the problem with retconning things into continuity, especially with this area of continuity that has existed practically from the beginning. Yeah, and he's like going to Kashyyyk. Yeah, like one of the planets you go to is Kashyyyk, and other stuff. So it's interesting. All right, so in this game, oddly enough, you'll be able to change your lightsaber color and, like, fully customize your lightsaber. Red. No, man, you got to do... Probably probably won't be able to do red. What if if you're able to do that, though, and the the title screen changes to Star Wars Sith Fallen or, like, Risen Heart or something like that? Yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. No, it would just be a quick, fun little thing. I, I wonder if you'll be able to do purple. Because I know that Mace Windu, I know that like Samuel L. Jackson had a, like the reason his was purple was so that he could stand out and people would know it was him. Yeah. 
So I wonder if you'll be allowed to do that. Because I'm sure you will. I hope so. Maybe. Purple is considering this character will never show up in the movies. <laughs> yeah. No one would ever confuse him for Mace Windu. So apparently not apparently, this game is gonna have like some souls esque influence and in that you can change the difficulty at any time and that kind of stuff, which is good. And there's going to be no fast traveling on any of the planets. So mm. you have to travel by foot everywhere, which is interesting. That hmm. that will probably have, like, shortcuts opening, though, Souls style. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's also supposedly very Metroidvania-y. Like, um, oh, definitely shortcuts. I can't – I feel bad. I can't remember his name. But the guy on Podcast Unlocked said that through the demo when he was going through one of the planets – he went past areas where he's like, oh, I could probably force push through that, but he didn't have force push. And then he got it mm. later on in the planet and was able to go through those shortcuts. Nice. So there's definitely progress blockers, kind of like Tomb Raider. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. I am skeptical that there will be no fast travel. Ooh. Okay. I just think it's hard to create a game now it might be like a very condensed uh game and not have like this huge sprawling world but um well it's multiple worlds a la like borderlands and stuff yeah there's well then then there you go it has a it has in that in that sense it already has a form of fast travel in there and that there's got to be a way for you to move from planet to planet freely that's true you do have a ship and your ship has a crew and apparently the crew is very cool. Like, the so. crew has all the character you wish the main character had. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's uh, where we're at. I I don't know if this main character is going to be what keeps me interested in this game. I'm hoping he's a little more um, less stale bread than he looks and acts be, like in the trailers we've toasted seen. Toasted bread. He, he certainly doesn't look like uh, he'll be a uh, new Kyle Katarn. No, that's for sure. Yeah. He won't be no Kyle Katarn. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm, I'm very excited to see where this game goes and how it ends up getting received. A lot of the people that have talked about it have said that it's going to really surprise people, kind of like how... Um, one of the guys said that it it feels like that kind of the demos for Batman didn't impress him that much, and then when he actually got to play the full game, it like blew him away. Yeah. So he said that this is kind of giving him that vibe. So I'm interested. I'm I'm more interested now than I was when I saw that first trailer at E3, because that first trailer yeah. at E3 was bad. They didn't really give you a whole lot to get excited about. The music was good, but the rest of it was rough. I, yeah. I remember you texting me. Uh, I think it was like one of the first conversations we had over text um, when the when it was announced. Because I was out with my family in at like some aquarium or something like that in Tampa. But I remember you texted me and you were it was in like all caps. It was like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because it sounded like Star Wars. Yeah. Like it legitimately... And I, you could go back. I'm not going to go back and add a time loop to show what I said. But yeah. 
Marianne legitimately said when I was watching it, she goes, that sounds like Star Wars. And I'm like, yeah, it's because yeah. it is. The music was really good. The, um, that's something I really like about the the new era of Star Wars games is that like it fe- like it sounds very much like yeah. Star Wars. And like I remember – Which is such a stupid gaming thing to say that something sounds like something. But, like, it, but it needs to. Yeah, that matters. It is very important. Like I, I remember I played the, the beta for Battlefront 1 um ea's battlefront and um i I was blown away by the sound design and how perfect it was in my opinion yeah but then i never bought the game (laughs) it wasn't very good i think i think that's sort of one thing you can always count on with star wars games is because it has sort of a over the years has created a very defined sound and there are enough people who have worked on it that it's that people know how to they know how to make stuff that sounds like star wars yeah which is good. That's I'm, what I want. I'm very so. thankful for their work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that and the other w- thing about this game is that there's no decapitations in the game on human characters. Makes At least sad. in gameplay. They, well, if you're Jedi, I should hope not. Well, but you're using gonna, a lightsaber yeah, set. Yeah, that's going to cut limbs regardless of your your morals. Like, if you're swinging your lightsaber at a, a stormtrooper, it's going to go through. Yeah, ideology. Right? right? Lightsabers don't care about you ideologies. You have control over where you swing it. And you knowing that you have the ability to chop someone's head off with ease, you wouldn't do it. I mean, I guess, yeah. Tell that to I can, I can, Django Fett's Well, no, head. no, no. That's, that's <laughs> different. Uh, Mace Windu, we don't need to get into that about how Mace Windu was. I don't like the idea of Grey Jedis, but Mace Windu had a fighting style that adopted the dark side. It's fine. I love it. That's a lot of lore we don't need to get yeah. into. <laughs> but legitimately... It's. It just seems like if you're gonna be able to go wild and swing your saber at stormtroopers, there needs to be something. But you harm the animals, so like animals get gashes and stuff. Yeah, and you can cut limbs off of animals, but it's very and weird. insects, but not humans. Yeah, because on, honestly, I f- it's because they want decapitations to mean something. Apparently, yeah, but like I feel worse about attacking the wildlife. You know, even if it is hostile, like. I don't feel bad about killing a stormtrooper. But these stormtroopers have... We're, we are now in a day and age where Finn... We see that they can become Something heroes. better. You're right. Yeah. But... Wait. This is, <laughs> this is between three and four. The stormtroopers in this are probably clones. Yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, there are some... I don't think so. Mm. Probably not. I think uh, they probably transitioned the the clone production into the... <laughs> whatever into the brainwashing there we go let's yeah let's get to that weird lore where we find (laughs) out the exact moment of the transition out of clones (laughs) oh star wars it's good man and it's exciting i'm excited to see what happens with this game and where it ends up like really like establishing itself in the canon because uh we're now in a in a time where everything is officially canon and so it has to fit yeah. right every new piece when of when does this game come out 
It comes November out the same 15th. day as Pokemon. So. And my birthday. So, so guess what I'm getting? All of so it. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that this game comes out, introduces a bunch of characters, and then they show up in episode nine. No, it's not out of the realm of possibility, no. It's very possible. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen, though. Especially with... Uh, and we'll briefly mention that, I guess, the Star Wars Rebel ship being in the trailer for Episode Nine, And Star Wars Rebels is cool. Yep. A lot of deep lore stuff in that show. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> this I has mean, become the Star Wars deep lore it'll be podcast. It'll be interesting to see if it does influence any of the movies. Uh, I bet he dies at the end. That'd be such a bummer, but at the same time... I would understand. Do you think we're going to see Darth Vader in this game? Uh, mm, that would be tough. Because I think that would that would be venturing too far into... The path of the uh, movies. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, like, I guess the, the comics have done that too, where they've introduced villains um, that Darth Vader has dispatched that would seem to... I don't know, not contradict, but would, like, directly affect the stuff that's going on in the movies. Um, so I suppose it's possible. Uh, I think, I don't know, it's hard to imagine them making a game about a Jedi set in a time when Darth Vader exists and not have a fight with Darth Vader. Yeah, I... But at the same time, I don't know, I, that seems like that would be, either that would have to be a very large part of the story uh, or it would not really make sense. Yeah, I, I'm of two minds on this, uh, very similar to Seth. Like, like I I would like to see a new Star Wars product that, that takes place during this time period that doesn't have to feel like it has to rely on Darth Vader to appear to get cool stuff happening. You know, it's just like, um, like Batman doesn't need to be in, a, in every DC thing, you know? Like, it's kind of like that in yes, my, no, in my mind. <laughs> like, I don't think Darth Vader needs to be there, especially with the role of the Sith Inquisitors kind of doing the hunting down of the Jedis and stuff, you know? Yeah. But, like, on the other hand, I think I'd really like to see more Darth Vader kicking butt because that's just always fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I... So, I, yeah, I'm on... I'm on I'm of two minds on this. I I don't know what I want more. A lack of Darth Vader because it's kind of unnecessary so far from what I've seen of the game uh, and its story. Or if I just want to I see, could him see kill I could see something I could see something like um in Shadow of Mordor it had like that I don't know if it was DLC, but it had like this optional like non story canon thing where you could go fight Sauron. Mm. Like uh, how Forced Unleashed used to, uh, its DLCs had like non-canon stuff. Well, none of Force Unleashed is canon. I know. Now. Well, yeah, now, but. But I'm just saying, like, that. yeah, but <laughs> what I'm, it's the same idea, but this was in, in Shadow of Mortar or yeah, Shadow of Mortar. Like they had stuff that contradicted the actual story, like a yeah. alternate timeline sort of deal so i could see something like that um like uh an optional mission where you kill darth vader and it changes the course of history or whatever that'd be cool um but yeah i don't know like a what if we'll find out yeah we'll see 
I'm interested, I'm excited, and hopefully it actually has ramifications on the Star Wars universe instead of just being an isolated story that doesn't touch anything. Which it likely will be. Yeah. I'll definitely be playing it to find out. I don't know how I'm going to juggle playing Pokemon in this game at the same time, <laughs> but it's going to hurt, and play, I'm going to do it. Play one outside of the house <laughs> and play one in the house. <laughs> yeah. So, with that, we've done enough Star Wars talk. I feel bad, but also good, because I, I love talking about Star Wars. And we got it out of our system for the night. Yeah. Hopefully. I still got to show you the trailer before you leave. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Forrest hasn't seen the trailer, yeah, which I, Seth didn't I, like. I've been a bad fan. Palpatine's in it, kind of. I love it. So Get him out of my Star Wars. <laughs> You Hashtag not my Star Wars. You don't want more Ian McDermott. So, all right. No, we're gonna. I don't. <laughs> no, he died. Get rid of him. He's gone. Well, he he's doesn't need to come back. IRL. We we're gonna take a break and <laughs> and rectify this. We'll it'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be back. And we are back. And now um, here comes the part of the podcast where we reveal to you that you will have to pay $13 a month or $100 a year to keep listening to the podcast. Sorry. It's true. We've decided to adopt the model that Bethesda has put on the people that barely like Fallout 76. And we figure the best way to make money is by driving away anyone that will give us it. And <laughs> so here we are, 2019, um, uh, either give us money or go away is basically what we're asking. Or at least that's what Bethesda's asking. I'm really mad about this, and I think it's silly. And I want to talk to you. This is the main reason. It's we silly that you're mad it. about it. Or that what they're doing is silly. What they're doing is silly. This and it makes me mad because I was... I have their game downloaded on my PC. Granted, I got it for free with the mic that I bought. And I was going to play it. But now I even not. thought of playing it this week. And then this news yep. happened. Yep. And I'm like, wow. I won't even bother booting it up now. Yep. I'm going to go delete it off my hard drive. So Fallout Bethesda, not Fallout 76, Bethesda's the company. They decided to um, release this thing called Fallout First. Yes. So they Thank yelled you. first in the comments section about their own game. Yep. And they are now charging $13 a month, $100 a year for... Private servers with you and up to seven friends. Now, for <clears throat> the members of this server, only one person has to be Have a first. Oh, really? Member. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, and then it, I didn't bother reading that far into it because of how stupid it was. Yeah, I decided to do the stupid thing. <laughs> and if that person leaves, then as long as there is someone else in the server that is a first member while they are not the owner of like the server as long as they are it then this then everyone can stay on for the time being okay which is weird you get a scrap 
box for unlimited crafting storage, a placeable fast travel point, 1,650 atoms per month, which I don't know what those do. That's the... Ranger armor and icons and emotes. All important DLC will be free, but this is... They're charging you the amount that X, that Microsoft charges you to get free games on Game Pass. Not free games, but you know, access to games on Game Pass. To have private servers, which you can do on like Minecraft for free. Yep. By just clicking new server. Seth, tell me what you think about this. I want to um, So in, in their blog post about it, they say, uh, they call it a premium membership that offers something players have been asking for since before launch, private worlds for you and select friends. That's just, that's insanity. <laughs> yes. Like people have, are asking for that because they want it in the game that they've already bought because it, they feel it should, have should been there be, already. yeah, they feel like it should be a thing that's already there. And now it is there, but you have to pay $100 a year to keep it running. Now, I suppose having, like, these isolated worlds does take up a lot more, like, stuff. It it takes up a lot more room on the servers, and it's probably more difficult to maintain than what the base Fallout 76 is. But it's, it's so weird the way they pitch this as look we're finally doing that thing you want but it, and rather than it just being an addition to the game it's like they're pitching it as a whole different product yeah uh, and also all the other stuff that they are saying outside of the like monthly stuff that you can use in the shop like all this stuff seems like it should just be added to the game yeah <clears throat> like just to make the game better i i don't know like what the general sentiment is on the playability of Fallout 76 at this point um but at least from an outsider's perspective it still doesn't sound like it's a great game no no it's um, not. and so it's weird that in their pursuit to make it a better product for consumers that they are now charging more money on top of what you have to pay to get it. So, yeah, this is also, it's also interesting that this news comes literally like a week after they announced that they're going to have to postpone or delay the NPCs. Yeah. So the one thing that everyone really, really wanted is getting delayed. But hey, here's this thing you can pay us money for. That you and it's also weird anyways. that you supposedly wanted. It's so weird that when generally you associate like subscription models to games that are free to play. Um or rather like games that do not have an upfront cost for you to get into it. Um, and so that's like what you pay to play the game, but you still have to, the base game still costs $40. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It doesn't make sense. And like how many, even if this was like, like, uh, what destiny is doing with the sort of, not exactly like a, a season pass. Um, cause there's, their model is a little different than what like Fortnite and apex are doing. 
Um, but even the, isn't Destiny like free to play now? The yeah, at least the base game. Base game um, and up to Forsaken. Yeah, and so you still have to buy new content, and that the season pass, like this season pass they have, is is stuff for free players and for paid players. Um, so this is sort. I guess I don't know. The, that just that seems more along the lines of what um Bethesda is trying to do here uh but also i don't know it's weird like cuz it doesn't seem like there's any um like new stuff but that destiny didn't cost me $100 a year right yeah it was 30 for the new content story which that's a whole new story and then 30 for the season pass for the seasons so this is literally just servers and some currency for the in-game world and storage and unlimited storage. Yeah, it's no there's not really any way to look at this as a sane thing that they're doing. <laughs> it's a I don't know. It's it's strange. I'm and I, even if they had even if they moved it to completely subscription based and taken off off the upfront cost, I still don't think it would make sense. Yeah, because it they're charging more for this than Game Pass, which is really what tilts me. Yeah, and it just reminds it, us how good of a deal Game Pass is. <laughs> they're charging more for this than a WoW subscription. No, it's close to a WoW subscription, but there is hundreds of hours of content in WoW. There is yeah. whole storylines in WoW. Yeah, yeah, you're getting way more if you're if you're paying for WoW than you are for this. And they're any acting, and any active like MMO that's going on. And they're acting like this is a um, a favor to the customer. Like this is what you've wanted. Yeah, you know what I mean. Thank us by giving us money, more money. Bethesda, it's strange for me. sure. It's just also very bold for them to have a game that's been free to play for a year. Not free, but like $60. Yeah. For a year and a half now. Year. And now you're like, well, you know, this game probably didn't sell as well as we wanted to. Dang it. So you people that are playing it, let's try to squeeze some extra dollars out of you. <laughs> it's It's just kind of dirty it doesn't feel right it's very dirty but you know i i don't know how else to put it it's frustrating it's weird it's a strange decision and i hope that they that uh no one buys it yeah it doesn't sound like they people are the reddit everyone's mad i am always down for people dunking on bethesda now they just keep doing things that make me just Especially in terms of Fallout 76, specifically, that just make me disappointed and sad for every other good studio that is associated with the Bethesda brand now. Like Arcane and Id. Like, I don't know. Well, I... <laughs> little did you know, Force, there is a great game coming out Friday called The Outer Worlds. Yes. From the original from, creators yeah, of from, Fallout. Yeah. So. Unrelated to Bethesda and all their odd, bad ways. Yeah, odd bad ways is a way to put it. Yep. I'm with you. It's <laughs> it's very frustrating. I I if this hadn't come out today, this is it's such a weird news. Story. We would not be here. Especially 
Like the other little news story that really got me interested in possibly recording today um, in the middle of like this hectic schedule is the 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 tease that there's going to be some sort of PS5 like first party announcement like so, or P, like Sony first party game change which has to be Ghost of Tsushima being a PS5 game. Yeah, I heard yeah. That, that 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 it was going to be something being delayed. Ooh, what what do you think could be delayed? I don't know. I mean, the obvious choice would be Ghost of Tsushima is that it's getting pushed back to um, accommodate the PS5 launch. Hey, um, just but like that's I what, said. when I saw stuff on Twitter, that's what um, that's what I saw them talking about. What would be odd and hilarious is if they right. delayed <laughs> Last of Us Two after just yeah. announcing a release date for it. They did that with Kingdom Hearts Three. Well, not they like Sony, but just oh, like Kingdom that Hearts happened. Three had like five release dates. Yeah, so. but like remember at E three they I, I guess two years ago no last year ah time is weird. Like, they had a trailer, and then it had the release date for, like, November or December or something like that. And they were like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and then they January. Like, literally two weeks at the most later, they were like, sorry, it's pushed back to January. It's good. Yeah. Delays are not good, though. Delays um, can be good. Delays are not bad, but they're also not ideal. Preferred, yeah. So, hopefully... Um, better, better delayed than canceled. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, Sucker Punch has the right amount of time and they don't have to endure if if it is about ghost of tsushima yeah they aren't put through an unbelievable unbelievable crunch for this game but i would be surprised if they weren't already in the middle of that if because the ps5 is coming yeah it's coming in hot we got dev kit pictures we are a year away with pause and play buttons on it like it's a vcr like the dev kit and it was confirmed that that dev kit was real so i mean it's gonna look weird yeah it's it's a dev kit yeah but (sighs) we know that the the actual console is just gonna be a black slate oh yeah yeah, for sure oh yeah that because that's that's maybe with with some with some blue accent lights coming out of there that's what i like yeah i just gotta hope it doesn't brick on me like my ps4 did so man that made me mad when did that happen? No, oh, it happened. It was a launch one. There oh, was a okay. weird thing where the, some of the launch ones were breaking. Dang. It was great. <laughs> 10 out of 10. The, so the lack of expression on your face when you said that really got me. <laughs> Seth, uh, tell me about this Borderlands Halloween event. Because while your apathy and going to play it this week happened, you talked about it briefly during the news, while we're playing in news. I did. So this is... Uh... The cool thing about it, I guess it's part of the different weekly stuff that they're doing, but it's starting tomorrow, which is the 24th, which I guess is today. Uh, or maybe it's in the past, whenever you're listening to this. I don't know. Um, Time is weird. It's called Bloody Harvest. Uh, it's just going to be, it's this cool little event. Um, it shares a name with something that happened in Borderlands 2. Uh, I don't remember what that thing was. Um, I don't know if it's anything like this, but I do vaguely recall a Halloween event or Halloween DLC that they offered for Borderlands 2. But this will, um, it's going to include like a a new location, new enemies, uh, some, some, um, I don't know if it's a currency to farm that is like for specific stuff in the event. 
Um, it's called Hectoplasm. Uh, oh. The place that you're going to is called Heck. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, that's kind of fine. That's yeah, but you know, there's a new location. There's new new gear, cosmetics, a new boss to fight, um, missions, challenges. You don't uh, need the season pass gun. for this, do you? No, 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 no. Uh, this is a free thing, and it's going to be uh, until December fifth. Um, you know, it looks fun. It'll be something new to do in the game. I can't imagine it'll um, take that long. But I'm sure it's designed for grinding, so that's that's not super fun. December fifth is a long time. Yeah, it's for a Halloween it's a pretty event. pretty long yeah. event. That's crazy. Yeah, you can have a Thanksgiving event. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would. Run I, I don't think it. it's like that. It, it's not sort of that weird just because it's involving a whole new area that you can go to yeah um and like when borderlands 2 released their seasonal stuff it kind of just stayed in the game for you to do whenever so that's what i was wondering if they're adding new areas are they going to take them away like destiny does or will they just leave them in there because uh, like we we didn't have the haunted forest after um oh my gosh what's the name of the destiny halloween yeah, whatever that was. Yeah. I don't know. It remains to be seen because with the Haunted Forest, they just reused something that was already there. Yeah. Um, if this if this new, quote-unquote, new area is just kind of a re-textured place that's already in the game, um, then I could see it being temporary. Um, I don't know, but it we'll see, like, if it's actually brand new. Um, I would not be surprised if it's not a brand new area but we'll see festival of the lost is the destiny one yes and the dawning is the christmas one a revelry something but it looks cool uh unfortunately um i don't know if it'll be as fun to play now i have i've 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 settled my issues with borderlands 3 in here uh, there's some, I don't remember if we talked about this last week, but, um, for some reason, Gearbox continues to put out regular, like, balance patches for a game that has no multiplayer. Yeah, uh, that's, we didn't talk about it, but it was on my mind. So, keep um, going. So, this has been happening regularly, and it's, you know, for some stuff, like, we, I remember we talked about how the one character was kind of useless when you get uh, into later in the game against powerful enemies. Uh, and we've seen stuff like that is b- being buffed, which is good. Like, um, you know, when stuff is sort of broken, it's good for them to fix it, even though there is still stuff in the game that cert- seems to not be fixed. And But they are instead focusing on making guns worse for some reason. So a bunch of, like... The, the more powerful weapons in the game um, and popular ones that people use are they just decided to make them all a lot worse um, and I just I don't know I don't understand the point behind this um, I don't see why they need to balance quote unquote balance uh, these these guns when you're just using them against the computer enemies. Um, 
like you look at a thing like Destiny, pretty much all the balancing stuff was done in because of the multiplayer. Like none of the stuff that was overpowered against um and in, in the PoE stuff like the the player the P, PvE rather, the player verse uh, environment. Like none of the stuff was ever balanced to make that um less useful. Uh unless we're talking Gallerhorn, but even then it was still so- like demolish things so i do want to note destiny did this past update was the first time i think they are now balancing them separately pve and pvp yeah which is cool nice but that doesn't like they talk i feel like they talked about doing that for a long time or at least people told them to do that for a long time yes no um, that's, that has been a fan driven thing that they've really wanted that they haven't did not charge a hundred dollars a year for so. It's just weird. Like I don't, I don't understand. There's not really any benefit to making the the guns in the game worse. It just makes it less fun to play as. Yeah, especially, and I think this is why it kind of got brought up last week. The menus don't work still. Like this, yeah. <laughs> stop fixing guns oh, and man. fix your game, please. Yeah, I feel like I did this last week, but I mean, I still mean it. I mean yeah. it so much. You're very passionate. This actually, when I when I read this, it's kind of what made me want to play it a little bit because I have like one of the guns that I have is like this shotgun that makes that makes a bunch of explosions, and it was super powerful and just like made people explode, and it was great. Uh, and it was the one that one of the ones that got a big uh, debuff, um, and I like I went and it it was very noticeable that it was not as good anymore, and it was kind of annoying. Why debuff fun guns? That I know. Are legendaries like, that are hard to get. I mean, part of that comes into that legendaries are not hard to get in this game. Well, that's their fault for balancing drop yeah. rates poorly. Yeah. I don't know. I also saw that they're they're adding something where um, they're going to make dedicated drops, which is, I thought, some, like where certain enemies will drop certain guns, but they're already... People made a big deal about this on like Twitter and stuff as if it was a new thing, but there already are um they already said that they were going to do that at launch. Yeah. They said that you'd be able to get the guns of the people you were fighting. Yeah, and it's in there to some extent. I guess they're just more implementing it now. I don't know. It's weird. I don't understand what Gearbox is doing with Borderlands 3. Strange. Makes no sense. It's a strange game, for sure. So, yeah, Borderlands. It's a it's a weird saga, and we are still living it. I I'm interested to see how this game works with uh, upcoming DLC. I have the season pass, so I'm staying interested. But Seth, your persona is in the news, or at least will be tomorrow. Yeah, uh, there's go- There's some... We're going to finally see something from Atlas about for Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers. Which is coming to the Switch. Yeah, uh, revealed back in April. Um, I'm excited. See what, see what it is, it's and maybe hot. get a release date. Yeah, it's been a hot minute since any news on it has... Yeah. It certainly won't be coming out anytime soon, yeah. but it'll be cool to see some stuff. Oh, yeah, it. in typical Atlas fashion. It won't be out for another two years at least, and a delay later. I love a good Musou game, though. 
True. For sure. So, yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Only other news we had was a small hint from, if you remember, um, adorable Ikumi Nakamura. How could Who I revealed to us Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, then proceeded to leave that studio Within later on. a month, on. I yeah. believe. It was really weird. It was Odd really timing. weird. They, like... He revealed her as, like, his prodigy, kind of. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm out. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> so now she's touring around to all the different Japanese game studios and meet with a bunch of people. She was hanging out with uh, Hideaki Itsuno of Capcom and Devil May Cry fame the other day and also Hideaki Kamiya of Platinum Games, uh, creator of DMC, Bayonetta, all the good stuff. And they... Uh, I don't, they they said and kind of like I guess announced if we want to call it that that Okami two is is in the pipeline. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, because we've heard nothing about this. Yes, and also, Platinum Games is not Capcom, and I believe Capcom has like is the owner to the rights for Okami. So if Capcom is willing to play ball with Platinum and Kamiya and let them develop it, as I feel that they kind of should just to keep things in line as much as they can with the original game and the process behind it. Yeah. Well, um, Okami was developed by a studio called Clover uh, that was it's, it's defunct and uh, sort of became Platinum. Like they were the guy, okay. they made they also made all the beautiful Joe games. <sighs> yes, um, that was which yeah. if you which if you look people always talk about those as Platinum games as well. So they um certainly led it to was it. sort of yeah yeah capcom they absorbed clover and then a bunch of the um, key left. members founded uh the thing that became platinum games gotcha and yeah okami was published by capcom that's where i'm getting my stuff mixed up so, yep. so yeah maybe they let the rights go with a uh, with those platinum employees yeah that'd be cool I'm excited either way. Okami 2, baby. Just make the cutscenes a little shorter. Yeah. Those cutscenes in the first one are brutal. Keep, and you can't really fast forward the dialogue, so. Keep the art style the same, though, please. That's yeah, like that so art important. style is special. That is crucial. Man. So, Seth, do you have any other news? No. No. Forrest, do you have any other news? Nope. No. I got what I wanted to say out. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, we appreciate you guys listening. You guys and gals, we always um, love hearing from you. So let us know that you listened in the Discord and talk to us. We'd appreciate it. Um, all of that is in the show notes, all of our social and the Discord. If you uh, like swipe up on the art or click the three little dots on whatever podcatcher you're using, you can get that in the more information section. And follow us on our social media, of course, so you can get the updates that episodes are coming out. I found out, dang it, that if you put a link to another website besides Facebook in a post, your reach gets killed. So if you have not been seeing that new episodes are coming because you rely on our Facebook, I'm not posting the link to our website anymore on our posts. Just an image with the games that we talk about that week. Because it said 150 of y'all saw it, 
this week when usually it was only 20 to 30. Hmm. Uh, Facebook's snakes. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> a den of snakes. So now uh, you should be seeing when new episodes are posted. So we apologize for that. Figuring out algorithms is fun. Yeah. So you're not mm-hmm. here to listen about that, but yeah. So we will hopefully be back next week. I think we will. And we will have new news to talk about, possibly that Sony stuff. And uh, we'll get to geek out a little bit about that Persona 5 scramble. And maybe by then I'll have started Persona 5. Who knows? Because it's still in there. <laughs> Seems unlikely. Find out next time. Find out next time uh, on Suplex, Suplex the States. On Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Goodbye. So long.